High school football kicks off on August 26th, and Get Stuck on Sports will be there for all the action. Come hit the corner of the end zone! Jeff Heslop finds Anthony Renzo! 11 seconds left! The Mariners take the lead! 26 regular season games in nine weeks. Plus, playoffs. Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? Yes, playoffs. All on GetStuckOnSports.com. The place to be for high school football in the Blue Water area is GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, welcome aboard. The uh, tour continues, uh, Brady, and we're in uh, Croswell uh, today. Take a look at the Croslex uh, high school football uh, team that uh, we've already been hyping up yeah. pretty much since the end of last football season. Well, I think we've been expecting exciting things here. Yeah, because last year they, they they were kind of an unknown where I feel like going into last year we had a pretty – like I feel like going into last year we had a fairly decent grip on – who would be what in the area. And Croslex was one team we didn't know, mainly because it was a brand-new regime coming in. And, well, you never know what that holds. Sometimes it's the same business as usual. Or at Croslex, you can tell uh, a young, fiery guy in Mike Legro, he's he's definitely already put his hand his fingerprints all over this program. Yeah, he, he's put the stamp on it. He's trying to build a, a culture a certain a way. We've had the uh, opportunity to, uh, to talk with him a, a few times now. Uh, and, and this is a guy that we really like. And, and one thing to know about Mike LeGros, he is 100% football. Oh yeah, yeah. I there's uh, the best way to describe him is he's a he's a football guy. Like he's that football junkie that I mean he never stops thinking about it. He's we have other coaches like that in other sports where you know that's all they think about all the time. They'll be driving down uh, the the highway for something completely unrelated, and they'll be they'll have to like text themselves a play or something <laughs> or an idea to get them ready but no he's got a uh, a good team here and I think one of the biggest reasons Dennis and we talked about this over the summer is the buy-in he's gotten from his program already is huge that's something you can't fake no you can't and uh, we won't fake what's about to come up uh, I believe Mike Legro will uh, join us right off the hop here as we get things rolling from Croswell today uh, as we continue our tour of the Blue Water Area High School football teams. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 800- 250 7520. 
Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, (laughs) slip, (laughs) squeak, or leak, Replace them with Anderson windows with low E-glass, low-maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. DuraClean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call DuraClean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. DuraClean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Looking for a new career? Magna International could be the place for you. Located in St. Clair off Range Road, Magna was named one of Forbes 2020 World's Best Employers. Magna is currently hiring a multitude of positions and offers a great work environment with competitive pay. Wages start $17 and up. Apply for jobs at magna.com forward slash careers. Again, magna.com forward slash careers. Get a fresh start with Magna International today. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Back here on the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast, live from Crosslex High School, we're joined by the head ball coach, Mike LeGros. Mike, we've been talking uh, all camp, but you seem pretty excited to be back here on the gridiron. Uh, yeah, I'm very excited. Uh, excited to get back after it. Excited to see what the uh, hard work that we've been putting in since January is looking like. Uh, the boys have been excited all 
summer for it to the point where uh, the four first practices which were just in helmets and you know shells. Uh, they were they were almost like over it. They they wanted to put on the full pads and they wanted to go. That's for sure. The one thing we've kind of noticed about the program, or at least it seems from the outside, is you have a lot of buy-in from this group, and that's got to make it easy for you as a head coach to hit the ground running come the start of training camp. Right. Yeah. There there's definitely a lot of buy-in when you average over fifty plus uh, kids a day in the summer to come in and get a workout in and have a, and, and during the school year even during the winter and spring we had a lot of the guys that were playing basketball and baseball and track and uh, powerlifting that came in and got their workouts after practice or after games or the morning uh, after games and they wanted to make sure they got their work in and with the baseball team and the basketball team both getting a little taste of what championship uh, play feels like they they wanted to do it in football. You know, we've been around to a few of the camps now, uh, and everybody has a big guy or two. Uh, you got a whole bunch of big going around Crosswell this year. Yeah, um, I made the comment, like, if you want to know where the beef is in the thumb, it's out here in Crosswell. Um, our, right now, what our projected ones are probably going to be are going from uh, left tackle to right tackle. Joey Ramsey will probably be – he's like 6'1", 260. Our uh, projected left guard is Kyle Nara at six foot, three hundred and thirty pounds. Our center Benny Mendoza is five ten, two sixty. Matt Lyons, the right guard, is six four, three twenty. And uh, Xander Collins, our uh, right tackle, he is uh, about six one, six two, probably about two thirty. But then you got to add in our tight ends: one six four, two oh five. The other one is six eight, uh, two hundred and thirty five pounds. I mean, we got a lot of mass. How just explain for the people that might not realize how uncommon and rare that is, especially for the school the size of Croslex. That's got to be a huge uh, plus for you guys when you're game plan and knowing that you have basically over a thousand pounds to run behind. Uh, yeah, I think I made the joke that uh, this offensive line that we have was was probably on par, if not bigger, than my college offensive line, and that's that's saying something. Uh, when the average individual weighs over 275 pounds, that's <laughs> that's a lot of beef. Like I said, um, normally when you go to like a school, you might get one kid that's you know six four, two sixty. You're like, oh man, that's a pretty big kid. But when you got a couple kids that are hitting the three bills, and you know all their other kids are you know that two sixty ish mark, um, that is that that's massive. I, I like I can't explain it. Like it, it, it is uncommon how big we are. You know, uh, you're still going to get naysayers everywhere and all the time. Mm-hmm. And they're going to say, okay, so they're big, but can they move their feet? And do they have the stamina to make the plays in the fourth quarter? Right. Uh, well, yeah, we, we are athletic. Uh, some of our linemen are some of the more athletic kids, I think, that we have with, in terms of footwork and uh, just overall skill. Uh, I mean, Xander Collins used to play basketball. He has great feet. Uh, Joey Ramsey played uh, played basketball last year. He has great feet. Uh, Matt Lyons played uh, basketball, I think, all up till last year, and he plays baseball. He's got really good feet. Like, they all have really good feet, uh, and you need to have that in our blocking scheme with you know the way we zone and everything like that. Have good quick footwork and be able to use your hands with your feet and everything like that. I mean, I mean, Lyons is about to go through this drill right here, and you're going to see some pretty decent feet out of him. Uh, but you know, that's a kid who is 315 pounds that. You know, you see another kid that weighs that much. He's not moving as well as what that is. He pulls well. He's probably one of my best pullers when we uh, do uh, traps and uh, powers. So 
two of the names that I think everyone's going to instantly gravitate to on this team are are some of the kids that have been well-known around uh, Cross-Lex for a while. That being Jake Townsend and Sage Slanick. Those probably are the first two names. Talk about what that quarterback-receiver duo is going to look like for you in 2021. Uh, it, it's going to be hopefully explosive. Uh, it's what it's going to be. Uh, Sage showed last year that he always has an opportunity to go over to the top and uh, get his quick six on you in a in a hurry. Uh, hit his ability to now probably control, you know, demand a double team. Now it's going to open up uh, some pass routes for guys you haven't heard of before, like Jack Oliver, uh, who's going to benefit greatly uh, from Sage's success because. He's going to be single covered. If not, he's going to find holes in the zone because they're so worried about Sage. Um, he, J- yeah, like I was been saying all summer, Jake has been is special, and having someone that's just as good as Sage on the outside, on like from an athletic standpoint, is rare and special. Uh, like I, I say, I think they're both college athletes, one at quarterback, one at receiver. That's a special combination to have at a high school level. You mentioned uh, Oliver, another kid that somebody grumbled to me. Not too long ago, is Espinosa is a guy. Watch out, he's kind of flying under the radar, but he's better than people know. Yeah, uh, Gavin Gavin Espinosa, who's going to be a sophomore. Uh, he was a quarterback last year on the JV team uh, as a freshman. Uh, he's just an athlete. Uh, we're bringing him up probably to play corner and some receiver for us, and uh, kind of have a better uh, plan in case something happens to Jake. Uh, you know, God forbid that something happens to Jake, but if we do, we're in a little bit better situation than what we were last year. Um, you know, I kind of bring it up as like the, it's uh, the Ithaca model, I guess is the best way to put it. Uh, whenever we played, uh, Ithaca, when I was at Hemlock, they always seemed to have some underclassmen, like a freshman or sophomore who would play defense, but it was also their quarterback. that got a lot of the, uh, garbage time and us as a staff, we asked the question, Hey, what's better him going out there and just dropping 60 points in a JV game or him getting some, you know, quality reps on the varsity and we all agreed the quality reps on varsity are going to benefit more than what him playing, uh, you know, a quarter and a half of JV football would. Now, as the man who calls the plays, obviously lighting up the scoreboard is fun. It's the sexy part of football. But talk a little bit about your defense. Did pretty good a year ago, and you have a lot of guys on your defense that I know you're really excited about. Yeah, we got a lot of guys on defense that can just fly over the field. Um, some of them were known, some of them are unknown. Uh, like, for example, in our blue-white game on Saturday, uh, Jack Oliver picked off uh, Townsend for a pick six, and that was pretty much like the deciding factor of the game. Um, just read the play perfectly, got in position, made a play, and ran down the field to the point where we're trying to find out ways to get Jack on the field on defense more than what we were originally planning. Um, another one that people don't really know about is Xander Collins at defensive end. And we had two really good defensive ends last year who are both playing college ball now, but there's not much drop-off. If any, like they they are, Xander Collins and Joey Ramsey are going to be very good defensive ends for us this year. Um, up front, we got a lot. Like I said, we got a lot of beef. We have we're really deep at defensive line, especially defensive tackle. Uh, we can give you a combination of size and speed. We can go with speed and power. Uh, there, I mean, there's a lot of. I mean, you look at the defensive line group right there. That's a lot of different body types and skill sets there. And you know that's right or half, especially when you're playing teams and the the BWAC where a lot of teams like to run. Uh, you know the T and a lot of the power running stuff. Being able to have the beef up the middle is going to be uh, valuable. Uh, another name that has been around for three years that people don't really talk about a lot, who's be his third year starting this year, is uh, Kirk Wilson at outside linebacker. 
Uh, he was the one that sealed the game for us against Emily City in the playoffs. Uh, got a scoop and score to make it a two-score game and kind of gave everybody that big sigh at the end, like, oh, okay, we, we made it. We survived. Because, you know, Emily City was a good team uh, last year, probably going to be a pretty good team this year. But, you know, I – you know, that you can ask the kids. They were kind of overlooking that game for the North Branch game last year, but finally get that like, oh, okay, we made it. And Kirk Wilson was a big reason for that. Let's talk about your coaching staff because it's unique. Uh, you have a brother helping you on offense, and you got brothers working on defense. Yep. Uh, actually, it made things really unique for the Blue White game because we made sure that the brothers were on opposite coaching staffs for that. So it involved a lot of uh, trash talking throughout the week. Um, unfortunately, my brother was on the winning coaching staff, uh, at the end of the blue white game for the varsity. So, uh, I owe mistake dinner, which is fine. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, our staff's, our staff's unique. We don't really do things how a lot of schools traditionally do their coaching staffs, which is there's an off, uh, there's a, uh, varsity staff and a JV staff. We, we break ours down to a, uh, offensive staff and a defensive staff. And then we, uh, kind of. Each coach is responsible for one of the special teams. Um, for us, uh, like for me, I coach the offensive line up and down for both JV and, and the varsity. Uh, coach Jackson is our receivers and quarterbacks coach, who is the JV head coach. Uh, my brother Ryan, he does the uh, running backs. Uh, then on the defensive side, we have Coach Davis, who uh, does DBs. You have uh, Coach... Uh, Zelinski, who does defensive line, and then on the linebackers is uh, Coach uh, Brian Sheridan and Coach Mike Sheridan. Mike Sheridan is actually is the defensive coordinator for us. Uh, but with you have two guys at linebacker, you know you can split them up into you know outsides and insides, which you know is completely different jobs and skill sets. So being able to break those guys up even more is, is beneficial. You mentioned that during the playoff games you said your kids might have looked ahead a bit to North Branch. You have them week two this year, but I don't think any of them are going to be able to look past Williamston, a team that was playing for the right to go to Ford Field last year. You get them at home to kick off the season. You end with another good team in Essex for Garber. You don't get any cupcakes in the non-conference this year. No, and that's by design. Uh, if you want to be able to play at a, at a state level, you got to play state-level competition. So, you know, it could have been nothing or anything for me just go out there and schedule some uh, small school or, you know, a team that doesn't win or whatever and put 70 points up on the scoreboard and make everything look nice and everyone get excited. I, I don't want to do that. Uh, my my college coach, Craig Rundle, when he scheduled games, our non-conference was brutal. Uh, we had four non-league games, and they always seemed against uh, top 25 teams every year. Uh, one of them was even a Division One team with Butler. For four, so four of my years, we started off with Butler University, and it was, well, go figure out how to play Division One football as a D3 guy. And you got your butt kicked, but at the end of the day, you're learning how to play at a higher level. And uh, my senior year, we lost, we went 0-4 in our non-league, but we went 6-0 in league. So there's a, there's a method to the madness uh, in that situation. Plus, when you start playing better competition, you start, you know, hopefully that better competition has some stud athletes and you're hoping for a scout or two to maybe be in the stands and you know you, you can get your guys notices that uh, notice that way that's how I got noticed when I was in high school you know, I was playing well against a uh, uh, an opponent who was getting some college looks I had a good game and all of a sudden after that game I was starting to get letters in the mail I kind of want you know have our kids that opportunity because no one really knows where Croswell is really uh, when you think about it no one really you know we're in that weird zone of recruiting you know are we you know no one from Metro Detroit really wants to come up this way 
Saginaw's too far uh, west, so it's flint. You know, we're kind of that no man's land. Uh, so if we can start putting up some points and you know winning some games and playing against good competition, hopefully people will recognize Croswell, Lexington, and come out to a couple games. Well, you get your first three at home. That's the good news. You can get off to a quick start maybe. But that also means that the last two-thirds of your schedule, mostly road games. Advantage, disadvantage? I don't know. I mean, you still get home and away games. Is, you know, we get five or four, and it doesn't really matter to me. You know, the kids don't care. They'll go play wherever. They just want to go play football. Um, and part of that is because we had, you know, no fans really last year. So the, for a lot of these guys, there's no difference for them between a JV game and a varsity game with the amount of people in the stands. Um, but we're just ready to go. I mean, the first three games is nice. You know, you don't have to travel too far, obviously. Um, you don't have to, you know, especially the one that is before school starts, you can kind of, you know, sleep in your own bed and you don't have to worry about getting on a two and a half hour bus ride to Lansing to go to Williamston and, you know, you can kind of – those tour bus rides do stink. I mean, you sometimes feel like you're you're stuck on the bus for the first quarter if it's a long ride. Last question before I let you get back to practice. Um, you mentioned this at the beginning of the interview. A lot of these kids have played winning championship ball, whether that was on the basketball court or on the baseball field. A lot of these kids know what a high-pressure situation is like. How much of an intangible is that for when you get to what amounts to be a a possible BWAC championship game that it's not something new that they know what it's like to play in a situation like that. It's huge. Uh, the, I think the first thing I said uh, after the first quarter of the North Branch game, we were down uh, two scores, was, hey, welcome to championship level play now. This is it. Were you ready for it? Because it didn't look like we were. And that kind of built on that, like, if you're ready for championship level ball, you're going to be ready for it. There's no, there, there's no way to really replicate it in practice. There's no way to put it in a drill. You either are prepared for it or you're not. And having those games where they are championship level, where there are, where there is a trophy at stake, or you know a berth to the playoffs at stake, or whatever it may be, having experience at that type of level is huge. And when you got you know Sage Slanik and Jake Townsend who have won two BWAC championships the past two years, that's big to have. And you know and Jake being in baseball, winning it in, uh, winning it that way. Jack Oliver played baseball this year on the team and. He was a part of the championship level. There's a lot of guys here who are used to winning at a high level. And when things start to go, you know, when things are tough and things aren't going your way, they know how to pick themselves up and get everybody rallied around and say, hey, we're going to get this done. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate your time. Uh, have fun in the rest of practice. And, well, if nothing else, we'll see you when you uh, take on North Branch Week 2. All, right. All right, sounds good. Thanks, guys. Thank you. And we'll be back in just a moment here on the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. 
Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 800- 250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Do you have questions about your retirement? Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts can help. With the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach, you'll work together to develop a retirement roadmap to get you where you want to go. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly Tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our game. Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's Sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. That's J-E-P-S-O-N-C-A-R-C-O.com. Or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Magna International is North America's largest auto supplier and now calls the Blue Water Area home. Our new plant, 
located on Range Road in St. Clair, will have great opportunities for all members of the community. Named to Fortune Magazine's World Most Admire Companies two years in a row, Magna offers many different career opportunities. Wages start from $17 and up. Go to magna.com forward slash careers to apply today. Again, magna.com forward slash careers to join our team and create the future of mobility together. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, Tri-County Equipment, Get Stuck on Sports podcast. Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton, and we're joined now by Pioneer quarterback Jake Townsend. Uh, Jake, there's a lot to learn in this offense that your coach runs. And from my understanding... You guys only had just a small fraction of it installed for last year, so I can't wait to see what you guys are doing this year. Yeah, we didn't get too much time last year, so it's good to have uh, the whole summer to actually work with the whole team and stuff like that because last year we couldn't really do anything, so a lot more has been installed this offseason. Talk about the summer. It seems like you had a lot of guys there, a lot of guys in the weight room, a lot of guys going to seven-on-sevens. How much does that help that when you – get to camp you don't have to put in the basics of basics in the offense and you can hit the ground running oh yeah it's helped a ton like because we've had the otas and the seven on sevens been able to install so much so when we got to camp we could just do a little bit of install and then we're right into it like we're running all our plays we're doing we're way ahead of schedule and then when we got to our uh first week of practice it didn't even really like the first day because we've already been doing so much during the summer so we've been able to just hit the ground running i think it's helped tremendous a lot of the guys are up to speed in the plays and stuff so a lot of the new guys that came in that are playing a big role they've learned tons and they've been adapting the offense really well before we get into like your relationship with sage and and that aspect of it you got some big fellas up in front of you who are going to be opening holes for the run game and pass blocking for you that's got to be a big relief for a quarterback yeah, the, seeing those guys get after in the weight room was definitely cool because, like, those are the guys that are protecting me and the running backs and open, open, open up holes. So it, it was fun to see them get after, and it's fun to see them get uh, like get after and practice with each other. And uh, no, we got there's some good size, and a lot of them did put on size over the summer, just getting bigger, faster, and stronger. So it's really really cool to see. Now, Dennis mentioned some of the relationships you have with some of your other players. A lot of them you've played other sports with. Obviously, Sage, you made the run in basketball with. Have some guys from the baseball team. How much does that help that with just timing and knowing what each other's thinking when you're out on the field? Uh, it helps a ton, like having that relationship, whether it's like this outside of sports or within sports and just playing with a lot of these guys. And uh, Last year I played with a lot of those guys in sports, like growing up playing Taffel, whatever. So I had a really good relationship. And then um, like this year I still have that same relationship with a lot of guys I had last year. And some of the new kids that are coming, I've built very strong relationships through other sports. So I think it's big just with the timing aspect on our plays and stuff and just us being able to communicate a lot. So we're all on the same page. What is it that makes uh, Sage Slanik a good receiver? I think he's just his ability to get after the ball. I mean, he's tenacious. He's strong. He'll go and get it. And he doesn't really back down from anybody. I mean, we've seen in basketball he got into it a little bit. And, uh, you know, he's just – he like, loves to compete, plays hard, and his route running has gotten tremendously better over the offseason. He put a lot of work with that and got stronger. So I'm excited to see how that's going to end up. 
throughout the season. With this offense you're in, it's kind of like a complete 180 from what you think of when you think BWAC football. Usually you think old school, run, three yards, four yards, eat the clock, time of possession. You guys are go, 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 go. One, how much of a change was that for you when Coach Legro got here? And two, how much of a culture shock What do you think it was to other teams that weren't used to this in the BWAC? Yeah, I think it helps a lot because, I mean, like, you could play North Branch the one week and there, you know, they're three yards plus cloud of dust, the under center, their wing tee, stuff like that. And that's how a lot of teams in the league, well, then you play us the next week, we're spread, we're trying to snap the ball every 20 seconds. So I think it's really effective just for a timing aspect and, like, defense is trying to figure out what's going on, like, what do we do to stop these guys? So I think when Coach DeGro came in and brought this offense, like, when I heard, when I first talked with him and he talked to me about it, I'm like, I'm excited for this, you know, because I love to play fast and I don't like to just run, 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 but all that. So it was nice to, when he came in just to have, install that offense, and I was super excited, and it's I love been loving it so far. So, but you will run the football, and yeah. not just the running backs. You yourself will be an option back there to to run the football. How are you going to take care of yourself, knowing that at the end of some of these runs there'll be some hits? Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, a lot of the, uh, like, off-season work, just getting bigger, faster, and stronger just to be able to protect myself. And uh, I've talked with a lot of other people just, like, talking about, like, you know, like, sometimes, like, you love when the quarterback will lower his shoulder down, but sometimes you can't do that. Sometimes you just got to run out of bounds or just protect yourself. But, uh, you know, there'll be times where you got to put your shoulder down and lay it on, lay it on line for a team, and you just got to know when that time is and when the safe time to do that. So I think just protecting myself throughout the whole season is, is key. How hard is it to find that balance between knowing when to be that firecracker and go for the, the extra couple yards and when to kind of, you know, maybe fold that play and, and save it for, for the next time? How do you find that balance? Uh, I think it all depends on the situation, you know. Like sometimes you want to show this play, that play, whatever, but, you know, you can you want to save that for the next week or, you know, or uh, – just knowing the timing and situation, when to bring that play out or when to get that extra yard and stuff like that, and just knowing when the right time and whatever is going to help the team and just for the weeks going forward. Uh, let's talk about the first game, Williamston. This is a pretty good football team, or at least that, that's what the paper says. So uh, how are you going to prepare for this game? And in the grand scheme of things, it's just the first game of a nine-week season and then playoffs. But how much weight are you putting into this game? Uh, I mean, this is big. I mean, we didn't get the opportunity to play them last year with uh, COVID and everything. So, I mean, I'm super excited to play them. And it's a very quality, it's very good football team. And, I mean, there's a lot on the line because with the the new playoff format, I mean, you got to you gotta go and win these games. And I don't – I think they're, what, division lower than us? Yeah, they're D5. D5. So, yeah, we can't afford to lose a game like that. And I think just going forward, take it day by day, week by week, preparing for this game. Uh, it's huge. Uh, be the first game with a, like a full crowd, so I think just taking day by day, getting ready, and just preparing the best we can. Not only week one, you're playing a state semifinalist from a year ago. Week two, you play North Branch. They were the only blemish on your record twice over last year. I mean, that those are two tough games, but how much extra does that North Branch game mean to kick off conference play? Oh, it means a lot, and uh, I didn't realize that when you guys were on the podcast with uh, Coach Furman, but we're the only game that day, I think, right, or something like that, all the other teams playing that Thursday. So, uh, I mean, it's huge. I mean, last the uh, week 
two or week three when we played them. I mean, that game was back and forth game and we kind of started out slow we kind of got kicked in the mouth but I think we figured out towards the end and you know it means a lot for these guys coming back and me myself because like I didn't get the opportunity to play in that second time in the playoffs so that I mean this game means a lot and for us to go out and beat these guys week two and I'm sure we'll see them somewhere in the playoffs so I mean we just got to start start off right for a conference play and set the tone for the rest of the league so I'm excited. I think I asked you this question during basketball season uh, and, and that was, like, what's your favorite place in the BWAC to play and what's your least favorite place in the BWAC to play? So what is it in football? Uh, man, besides here, uh, I mean, last year at Richmond with that new turf, I, I like playing on the turf. So uh, I'd probably say there besides here. But my least favorite place in my city, for sure. That's always like a trap game, I feel like, playing playing there. You know, with the pickle factory, you know, it's <laughs> – it's uh, it's not your favorite place to play, but you get, we're going there this year, so we gotta be ready to go. And Emily City, they they don't lay down; they 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 play hard, so we gotta come in ready for those guys playing at their place. Last question before I let you get back to camp. Um, I asked you know Coach Legrow this, but from your perspective, how much does going through the runs with basketball, where you got to make the deep playoff run, you 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 took the quarterfinal game to double overtime, and the baseball run where it kind of was over before it got started. How do those two kind of different experiences help you coming into a football season where there are expectations for this football team? Yeah, I think going like going deeper in the playoffs for uh, basketball helped. Like once you get out there in the playoffs, you start seeing the bigger competition, the bigger schools and stuff like that, the private schools. So I think that's definitely prepared me and some of the other guys that have been through that to like, you know, just keep working hard every day. Uh, prepare for that moment you haven't met. That's something that our assistant coach, Coach Del Rosa, has always told us. So we just kind of come out and prepare every day in practice to make a run and just focus every day. So Thanks, Jake. Excited to watch you play this year. Stay healthy, and we'll see you uh, when you uh, take on North Branch. Yeah, thank you very much. Thanks for having me. No problem. That's uh, Crosslex quarterback Jake Townsend, and I believe we'll have some more uh, pioneers coming up here in a minute. Joined now by uh, Sage Slanick. And uh, Sage uh, is a wide receiver. He also plays uh, defensive back. And do you have a preference, defense or offense? Uh, I'm definitely an offensive type of guy, for sure. Well, I'm sure Coach LeGrow likes that. I mean, one of the uh, more prolific targets around here, I mean, just watching you out there go up, get the ball, got the speed to do it. Uh, but how much easier does it, your life uh become when you have a quarterback like Jake Townsend getting you the football thousand times easier uh Jake throws a great ball I mean there's a lot of quarterbacks out here that can throw a ball but if you throw a catchable ball it's a lot different like you can throw a ball uh 50 yards easily but if you don't if you have to have that catchable ball that a lot of wide receivers look for and Jake definitely has that well, let's face it in the BWAC uh, historically, there's not a lot of passing, so it, it can really be an advantage yeah. if you guys have a legit passing game. Yeah, and uh, we definitely do, mostly uh, mostly with uh, Coach Girls' uh, offense. Makes it a lot easier, the routes, just everything, the speed that we run at. It makes everything a lot easier, mostly. When we have wide receivers that we have and a line that we have, then we can be able to use that. How much of an adjustment was it for you, not just physically getting in this offense, but mentally knowing that every 20 seconds you're running a play as a football 
comes right back over to us. <laughs> um, but, yeah, tw- every 20 seconds you're trying to run a play, not only getting up to the line and actually running the route, but looking over the sideline, getting the call, and being able to compute that fast enough that you don't have to worry about it anymore. Um, It was definitely a little bit of a struggle at first, definitely, but – I had Ben Davis on my side last year, and I'm going to be honest, I was asking him what to run a lot because he, he's a smart guy. He's one of those guys that you tell him something, he remembers it the rest of his life. So I had him on my sideline a lot, and then when I'm, uh, when I'm running the plays now, I kind of I got to like walk backwards and you know, pay attention, find grow, see what, he's run, uh, what he calls. But he's usually pretty quick to it, so it makes it a lot easier. Uh, so how complicated is this offense? Uh, it's, it's definitely complicated, but once you get a hang of it, it just all comes. There's a few plays that, that you got to remember that are like different. I don't want to like say anything, but definitely once you get a hang of it, you're, you're set. So first game you're playing Williamston, you got, I mean, semifinalists from a year ago. Is that enough motivation you needed all summer knowing that, well, not just your first week, your first two weeks are going to be two really big games on your schedule? Yeah, um, we're definitely looking forward to it. We're ready. We've been working all since basketball season, really, hitting the weight room with the whole team. Coach Grow puts a ton of effort in that. It's great to have a coach that has so much will and so much love to football and the program. So him getting us in the weight room for – five six months it's really helped our team and i think we're we're definitely ready for the challenge so it kind of started with basketball i think you guys are kind of getting used to the attention Mm -hmm. and being talked about oh yeah how much do you pay attention to it or how much is it oh it's those knuckleheads i gotta go talk to them oh i love it you guys do a great job Folsom does a great job we we really appreciate it and it really lets uh lights a fire under uh under us it makes us want to go play more you know perform better because once you see your name, it it's just it's great. I know um, when uh, Folsom was at Marine City, they used the saving quote, the rat poison. <laughs> how how is it though? Because I mean, there is such a thing as getting too much attention, and sometimes you get uh, too comfortable. And well, it's called the be wacky for a reason. Because yeah. it seems like every week there's one game that has a result it shouldn't. How do you try to, you know, like, yeah, I've got my name in the paper, but no, next week, it's a new week. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, we got Saturday and Sunday to enjoy it, and then Monday, you got to forget about it. You got to be ready for the next opponent. Come out here, practice hard, and then really just be ready. Like, it, it's so hard for us to sort it all out. I, I can't imagine for you guys, like, I'm st- I think you guys are pretty good. North Branch, I'll assume, is mm-hmm. going to – they lost a lot of guys, though. Yep. But I'm going to assume they're going to be good. I assume the same thing about Elmont every year. Mm-hmm. But you get teams like MLA City, Armada, Richmond, you know they're not going to be bad, but how good are they? It's from week to week, mm-hmm. like every game, if you're not paying attention, though, somebody yeah. can snag you. Definitely, and that's what's crazy. Places to play in the BWAC are the hardest places to play, mostly when you're away, like – Emily City, Armada, Elmont, North Branch, every team in the BWAC. If you're, you got to go 100% when you're there. You can't take nobody for granted because you never know. How much has being in high-pressure situations, the Ferndale quarterfinal game, mm-hmm. things like that, I mean, that entire run, how much has that helped you prepare for kind of having these expectations coming into a season where a lot of people, including us, are putting you near the top or at the top of the BWAC? Uh 
definitely basketball. Those were some of the craziest games I played. It would have been way better if we could have had fans and stuff like that, like the, the adrenaline and everything like that. But even without fans, it was crazy. Like the Ferndale game, when we went into uh, the first overtime, it was like – like wow, like this is really happening right now. Like we gotta, we gotta step up. And then the second court, uh, second OT came, and you're like, wow, like your body, body starts getting like numb. It's like it's crazy, the adrenaline, and it definitely helps out with football. But football is definitely just a different type of adrenaline because basketball, you're you're shooting a ball. You're not, you don't gotta worry about somebody come blindsiding you. You shouldn't have to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You never know, though. You know, on well, the way Brady played the game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, you know, this is a terrific community to live in mm-hmm. and be a high school athlete. Yes. It's even better when they think they've got something to, to cheer about uh, and, and to be crazy about. Like, I remember when the girls made the run to the softball oh, yeah. Little League World Series. They were superstars yes. in this town. Um, so... When, when you get to that first game of the season in, in Williamson and you've got the band back and you know this place is going to be packed oh, yeah. up on the hill, there won't be any room, Nope. Uh, how fun will that be? It's it's going to be fun. I'm, I've been looking forward to it since since I was a little kid. Uh, I didn't start playing football until I was eighth grade. My parents wanted to only play Taffel because they thought I was too little and stuff like that. They didn't want me getting hurt. So I've been looking forward to this since I don't even remember. So... I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be insane. Lights are going to be on. It's. I still can't wait. It's just. Well, with the crowd, there might be some high pressure, but we, we did mention the Ferndale game. Sage was the reason it went to a second overtime. His push. Should have been an and one. Should have been an and one. <laughs> there, there were a lot of calls in that game that should have went the other way. <laughs> but anyway, before we let you go. Um, how just how great is it going to be to have a packed house here night one playing Williamston and then just having fans here? How much fun is that going to be? It's going to be insane. I remember uh, my sophomore year when I got pulled up for the North Branch game. It was my first game on varsity. I uh, was playing starting cornerback, and it was the biggest game of the year. It was homecoming. So my first game ever on varsity was homecoming game. And just like riding through town in the fire truck and all that stuff, it was insane. It was awesome, and then the crowd we had was huge. And that was like that was my first home play, uh, home game I played. And then we went to uh, Dexter, so it was a away game. So I've only ever played one home game that was filled in here, and I'm I'm ready to get back to it. Well, we're ready to get back to watching you. So uh, good luck the rest of practice. Stay healthy, and we'll be excited to see you when you take on North Branch. All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. No problem. Thanks for your time. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk some more Pioneers live here from Cross Lex Football Camp. You're listening to Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. 
Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series Shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark Shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark Shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit at Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly Tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our game. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Back here on the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck On Sports podcast, now joined by someone from the other side of the ball, Kurt Conley. Um, Kurt, how's it feel to be back? And, uh, well, you've had a lot of wet practices, but at least you've been out here practicing. Well, it's been pretty fun. Our defense is looking pretty good. I guess we can make some arrangements after that scrimmage because <laughs> there's some tackles that should have been made, but we'll work on from there. We have a week to go. So, so with, you know, Coach LeGros, everyone talks about the offense, the speed, the, you know, oh, a play every 20 seconds and the numbers they put up. Not as many people, us included, 
probably give enough shine to the defense. I mean, there were a lot of zeros and single digits put up last year. Do you like kind of being the forgotten side of the ball and just lunch pail go to work kind of guy, or or do you want a little more love when well, you when you pitch a shutout? What they always say is defense wins championships, so I'll stick to that. And defense is definitely my thing. So <laughs> uh, I'm I'm gonna tell you right now the the first thing that I can tell you about Kirk, other than than he's pretty pretty big, well yeah. put together dude, is confidence, and and I and that's got to be a big part of what you're doing on, on defense is believing that that guy's not getting by you, that you're going to make the stop, that you're going to make the play. For sure. I don't like to say a whole lot during the game. Just kind of keep my mind on the quarterback and trying to stop the run. But uh, there's not a lot of passing passing teams in this league. So just pretty much lifting weights, getting stronger, and learning football. Now, you mentioned not a lot of passing in this league. There's a lot of, you know, big – guys up front you gotta have to get in the dirty areas probably have to get a really physical in some games especially you play like the north branches that run the wing oh, yeah. t how hard is it for you know week after week to kind of stay healthy and not you know get worn down throughout the season mm-hmm. coach is really serious about stretching staying in with that we stretch for about 20 minutes before every practice and then uh after all of our lifting sessions we have stretching sessions so that helps a lot with that and just keeping your head up. Coaches have been really serious about keeping your head up when tackling and don't be stupid when we're just trying to run through stuff. Take it this, easy. This year especially, uh, how much does it help you to get to practice against an offensive line the size of the dudes you got out there on the field? Oh, my God. Well, it definitely gets you ready for the strength. And uh, you're practicing at, like, a higher level than what we're going to see the first few weeks. Obviously, we have North Branch Week Two, and what we haven't seen yet, Willington or what is it Williamston Week mm-hmm. One, and uh, I guess they did really good in the playoffs last year against Detroit Country Day. So, we'll kind be ready for the, it after that. Week. Kind of in the same vein, you you mentioned Dennis mentioned the guys up front, the speed of the offense. You know, you go from an offense that's go go go, and mm-hmm. then you might get to uh, Friday, and you're playing against a team that uses 39 seconds of the play clock. Is it how much better in shape do you feel you are when they do play against a slower type of offense? Um, really, it's not really the fast pace. It's just tr- pretty much doing like the conditioning outside of practice and doing more sprints, because uh, the fast pace, the extra couple of seconds don't do much for you. It really doesn't. But unless you're playing both ways, then there's a lot different going on there. But when you're on the sideline, you have all that time to redeem yourself. So you said you're not a big talker on the field. No. So who is that guy for that pioneer defense oh, we know who who's it is. talking all the time? We know who it is, the 5 4 no one more, whatever you want to call him. <laughs> yeah, you'll hear about it quite a bit. <laughs> I, I love it. So I'm assuming you're just kind of the lead-by-example guy. Go in there, get get your head dirty, get up, get ready to go do it again. Oh, yeah, for sure. Try to get my teammates all yamped up, but don't be too into people's <laughs> crap. <laughs> So what do you want the identity of the Croslex defense to be in 2021? Because, again, you're returning from a pretty successful year defensively. What do you want the identity to be for this year's D? I just don't think we're really confident at this point. Like, everybody's kind of taking back steps before they're going to make a tackle. and Just kind of just leave it all out there because it only lasts so long. You know, can't hesitate after that. Do you, do you think it that comes uh, from when you – start playing games and, and guys start hitting guys that the confidence comes then and, and is that um, something that you can find here in camp 
Well, what we have is a lot of young kids, and what I think it is mainly is just stepping up to the next level and being on varsity now. Because, you know, Gavin Espinosa, he's stepping up, and then uh, Nolan Moore came up last year. So it's just a little bit more experienced and uh, just being confident about it. We talked working at it. We talked with Sage about what it's going to be like having a crowd back because Croswell and Lexington are, was one of these communities where when you when they have something to get behind, the whole town gets behind it. I have to imagine week one, this place is going to be filled. How excited are you just to have crowds and the fans back and and play in an electric atmosphere? Just hearing you talk about it, it's awesome. We messed we missed out on that last time last year and like. Around here, there's not much else to do. We got the lights every Friday night whenever we're home, and everybody's just looking forward to it. Now that we can actually pack the stadium, it'll be nice. Even just hearing the band play, something like that, that oh, yeah. like all football guys don't care about band, but it mm-hmm. just charges you up before the game For gets sure. going. Yeah, even our scrimmage there out here is nice hearing them. They're out there like five hours a day, I guess. Oh, they're just playing. They enjoy it. Do you think it'll take uh, a couple plays to kind of get used to the crowd and go, oh, it hasn't been this loud for me in a long time. <laughs> this is what a full crowd feels like. And that first reel, you know, when you hear that one big roar of the crowd, do you think it'll take you a little bit to kind of reacquaint yourself with that? Well, hopefully, once they get it started, it'll be from something nice, big old touchdown, something, get a fire going in the crowd. But we'll yeah. be ready for it. You know, and I asked this of of a couple of uh, the the guys, but uh, the the BWAC is is, is different. It, it, like, I know you guys enjoy playing here mm-hmm. in Croswell, but you got Yale Park, you got the swamp down in oh Algonac. Uh, Imlay City is a is a horrible place to go, uh, and and they're like games that if if you're not paying attention. Those teams will sneak up on you in, in those places. Plus, there's the traditional powers, North Branch, Almont. Like, it's a fun league. Richmond, too, and now they've got the new field there. Is there a place outside of Croswell that you really like to go and play? Um, Yale, can't stand being there because they kind of convert their baseball field into a football field. And it's just always rough. There's a lot of, like, ankles that are being broken there. Vinny Grappi last year, that was kind of rough. So I kind of like to keep away from the injuries. But Richmond was awesome last year, that new field. I look forward to that. Well, Kirk, got anything else for us before we let you get back to practice and uh, get ready for uh, the 26th? Uh, I hope we can improve until that happens. And, uh, yeah, just good luck to the team. Hope for a good football season. Well, Kirk, thank you very much. Good luck. And, uh, well, if nothing else, we'll see you when you take on North Branch. Yep, I appreciate it. Thank you. All right, well, since we just talked to a defensive guy, why don't we talk to the defensive guy, and that's uh, defensive coordinator Mike Sheridan. Uh, Mike, thanks for doing this. Hey, thanks for having us out here in Crosslex. We're enjoying this one today, even with the little wet stuff. But, uh, you know, a lot of focus on, ooh, the Pioneers are going to score, but – Defense wins championships, right? Absolutely, it does. Absolutely, you know we're okay with <clears throat> we're okay with being on the sideline a little bit. We just um, we stay busy. Um, I really like it when the offense scores a lot of points. Makes my job a lot easier. Um, but uh, we're we're just happy to be out here playing football this year, fellas. <clears throat> now with Coach Legros' offense. Whether it's a good drive or a bad drive, you don't have a lot of time to make your adjustments because it seems like it's either, you know, a three and out can take 
90 seconds, or they could score in two plays, and you have to make those adjustments. As a defensive coordinator, how tough is it to try to get everything and make the adjustments you want to while the offense is moving as fast as they are? Um, it, it can be a challenge at times. Um, just, to, just to correct you a little bit, uh, 36 seconds to 42 seconds to be exact on how fast a three and out can actually go with us. Um, <laughs> so, but, uh, you know, to, to be honest with you, um, preseason wise, we have a lot of, uh, I guess you could call them premeditated calls, um, some different things. So the adjustments, we already have the adjustments in, in place for certain situations because we don't know, always know what the offense is going to come out and, and do to us. Um, but a lot of our adjustments are already made if we need them. Um, we give it our best educated guess to get, you know, pre-snap. Once we get out there, you know, got guys in the booth that are like, all right, this is what they're doing. We can adjust fairly quick. But it, it gets stressful at times. I'm not, I'm, I mean, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Sometimes we uh, go on the fly. You know, I, I want to be the fly on the wall that, that's in the basement or at the kitchen table or wherever it is you guys get together and you're watching film and you're figuring this stuff out because this is a group of guys that love football, this coaching staff. Yeah, that's that's true. Um, actually, after the uh, after the uh, blue and white game, all the coaches came over to my place. I got a big screen TV outside. Um, we hooked the huddle up to it and I'll bet we watched it 30 times, if not more, and we just, you know, just keep hitting rewind. You know, there's lots to see preseason, um, things that we need to fix, you know, details, stuff like that. But uh, it's a really good group of coaches. Um, we work well together. Um, everybody's on the same page. Uh, it's 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 just a blessing that that we have this good group of guys. And honestly, it, it helps with the kids too, um, the f- fluidity from offense to defense. Uh, it's just it's just a great atmosphere. Now, I mean, rightfully so, guys like Jake Townsend and Sage Slanick are getting a lot of shine. Unbelievable players. We just talked to one of your better defensive players. Tell us some other guys on the Pioneer defense that people need to be looking out for in 2021. Um, so we lost a lot of seniors last year, um, but we've always had this this mentality of it's it's the next man up. Uh, type of thing you know Kirky Wilson's been with me I brought him up as a sophomore his first game on varsity was against Elmont's state championship run football team um Kirky's a dude he doesn't get talked about a lot um he's just one of them 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 quiet unsung heroes on the defense Uh, a couple other guys I mean all of them are really good um Landon Butler my Mike backer uh, just a stud. He, he, the kid can just play. He's physical. Um, he's got a nose for the football. <clears throat> um, I think you talked to Ramsey. Ram- so, I don't know if you've talked to Ramsey no, yet. No, we, we didn't. Well, maybe you should. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ramsey and Xander Collins are my anchors on the end. This will be their first year there um, because we tried to keep them one-way players. Can't do it anymore. Um, they're, they're just absolutely um, – they're fantastic. They're strong. They're fast. Um, and then uh, Nolan Moore. Nolan Moore and uh, Drew Hosterman um, are my safeties. Um, I brought Nolan up as a sophomore halfway through the season. This year he looks really good. Um, and, and Jack Oliver is a new – he's a senior this year. Um, we're looking for big things from him too. Uh, how excited are you to just 
get through camp healthy, and let's let's meet Williamston and, and play some football. Uh, we're ecstatic, actually. I, you know, we've been working so hard this summer. It's been a grind. Um, the kids have been coming in. We've been averaging 50 to 60 kids a day in the weight room. Um, the state allowed us to do some um, actual practices throughout the summer. Um, we had a full load for seven on sevens. We're just ready to get get out there and compete with other teams. And yes, stay healthy. Um, we got two weeks to go. We got a big scrimmage this weekend or this week Thursday. Um, so we're we're trying to stay healthy, but yet play at a high level. Now, uh, as a coach, how do you kind of keep the kids? grounded a little bit when guys like us make your job hard and 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 hype them up as uh you know we we saw Folsom talk about in his article with Marine City avoid the rat poison you know we just had this conversation Saturday um it's a challenge with high school student athletes to keep them level grounded when the press when there's a lot of press um those are just conversations we have to keep continuing to have with them. You know, we haven't won anything. We got a lot of work to do. The BWAC's a tough conference. Every single Friday night is a challenge. Every one of them. And our and our off our uh, non-league schedule this year. I know you guys have probably seen it, but Williamston and Essexville Garber are <laughs> their powerhouses. So we have to stay focused. We we're going to get everybody's best punch. You know, you bring up uh, something that it's it's a different world from when I was a kid. And if we wanted to give our opinion, we had to send out the smoke signals uh, and, and hope that uh, somebody from another tribe saw it. But nowadays, you know, the kids are out there. They, they can tweet stuff. They can go wherever and give their opinion. How much do you guys watch that? How much do you guys need to watch that? Uh, I mean, we, we can pretty much – I mean, we're, we're monitoring – most social media activity. Um, Coach LeGrove, I think, daily has a conversation about social media. Um, be humble to an extent. You know, don't 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 go out there and you, you don't want to be somebody's locker room material pregame. Um, so the goal is to, to keep an edge, play with an edge, play with some swagger, but yet be humble and and, and go about your business. Um, and take care of business. So we, we watch it. I mean, obviously, kids are kids, so you, you just never know what could happen. But we try to we try to keep, you know, we try to keep control of that. Last question for you: Just how excited are you for you to have the crowd back, have the hill be full of uh, fans, and just hear that roar of the crowd when when your defense makes a big play? Uh, <laughs> there's something about Pioneer Stadium. Um, you know, with the hill around us and the band, um, it, it's just it's a special place to be. It's a special place to coach. Um, for example, the blue white game it was a it was a scrimmage in a same squad scrimmage, and this place was packed. And it, the band was here. You know, last year we we didn't have that, and it was it it was a challenge because it was so quiet. Um, I just I can't. You know, you can't thank the fans enough. The community, um, the community's back. They're, you know, they're backing us, and it's it's important to have them all here. The kids love it. You know, the band, the band is so important to our success. Um, so, you know, we're just ready to go. 
Well, Coach, thank you for taking the time and joining us. Uh, we'll be excited to see the results on the 26th, and we're excited to see you play when you take on uh, North Branch in your BWAC opener. Absolutely. I'm excited. Let's go. All right, uh, Coach uh, Mike Sheridan joining us uh, there. We're uh, actually right in the middle of field goal practice now. Yeah, we, we this, put this ourselves in the danger zone. But they're putting some big fellows out in front of us to uh, make sure the ball doesn't get through. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, no, it, it, it's been fun to talk to a lot of, of the pioneers. And, I mean, I kind of knew it would be a lot of uh, echoing and parroting the same message because that's what you get from a successful program and from basketball. We knew that the, the the pioneer boys are 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 taught right and 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 know how and know how to handle uh, knuckleheads like us. Yeah, abs- absolutely. But here's here's the thing, Brady. Um, we haven't played any games yet, and everybody's zero and zero. And there's a reason that we tongue in cheek call it the be wacky because mm-hmm. week to week we we always get that one game that surprises us. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know though seriously that Crosslex is going to be involved in any of those games. I I think going in in most games they're the favorite. Yes. I mean, yes, on paper right now the the, the toughest games, well you you look at their schedule. Obviously their non-conference games are a different story. You're talking about the BWAC. North Branch is one of those situations where you want to give the Broncos a lot of credit because they beat them twice last year, and you don't want to put a team, a team that beat them twice last year as the underdog, but they lost so much. And Cross-Lex is a team coming in here that they, that they, you know, that's been a red-circled game for them since the start. And, yeah, I'd say at worst it's a coin flip game. And the only, you mentioned it when you were talking to coaches and some of the players that, you have so many games that are unknown. What is Almont going to be this year? You know they're historically a really, really solid team. And how much did COVID hurt them last year? How much was it just a down year? That's going to be a big question. I mean, even going to MLA City, it seems like everybody we talked to said they hated playing at MLA City. And from what we're being told and what we've heard, they're going to be a they're a program on the rise. And that's a team that in the playoffs. Played the Pioneers pretty tough. Yeah, and the other one is, um, okay, you get Richmond at home, so you get to avoid going down to that field where mm-hmm. I think it's going to be emotional for the Blue Devils all year long once yep. that gets named John Coker field. Uh, but you got uh, the, the last league game is at Armada. And remember last year, North Branch went into Armada just before a the playoffs. Mud bowl. And they had a, a tough time uh, in that game. Yeah, we had bad weather. Uh, it's going to be that time of the the year. So, I mean, th- this is a team that's going to have to be focused for all nine weeks of the season. And with the two unbelievably tough first co- uh, non-conference games, weeks one and nine, you don't have room to mess up. You don't have a gimme game in one and nine where you think, oh, well, if we drop one in conference, oh, well, we have these two games to booster us. Exact opposite. You have to be stout in your conference because, again, a semifinal team from a year ago and a team with some real talent, including one of the best D-line prospects in the state in Essexville Garber. So, basically, I guess what it boils down to is I, w- I want to get the games uh, going. Can, mm-hmm. can we start uh, this week? Yeah. Well, this is technically <laughs> our last stop on, on the camp circuit, even though we're recording this on Monday. It's going to come out on Friday. But, 
no, this is a team I'm very excited for, and the size of the offensive line is huge, Dennis. You, you've seen teams that have very skilled positions, that have speed, but they don't have a lot of size up front. Last year's Marine City team is a pretty good example of that. They had all the athleticism in the world, and even their own players mentioned it when we talked to them. They didn't lose to Frankenmuth because they weren't skilled enough or fast enough or could catch enough of, 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 the, of passes. It's because they got beat up up front, and that's why Frankenmuth made it to Ford Field. Croslax doesn't have to worry about size, and that's huge come October football. Yeah, absolutely. Not only do they not have to worry about uh, size, but they've got the skill as well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you have a quarterback coming back that's absolutely dynamic, can throw, can run. And the biggest thing, and I don't think people will realize this enough, is Coach LeGros had an entire offseason to put in his system. Last year they showed up, and he barely had any time. Now he's had a whole year to put in his offense. He can get – everyone understands the nuances of it. I mean, think about it, Dennis. The way the season went last year – they might have not never even gotten to 100% with the offense, even after their eight weeks of games. Well, the other thing, too, is losing three games to, to COVID. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, that's that's a third of your regular season schedule you didn't get to play. That's, uh, that's three more games where you had an opportunity to get familiar with the system. Yep, and again, uh, we talked about it with Coach Sheridan and um, – and, and the players, is that the defense maybe didn't get enough love from the media, I mean us, because it is nice to go, ooh, big number on for the Pioneers, and not realize there's a zero or there's a 12 or a six on the other side. And basically everyone but North Branch, they held to under a score or two. Yeah, well, I've been saying that for years. You, you see 50 on one side and zero on the other, your eyes go to the 50 every time. Mm-hmm. And, and you want to know, ooh, who had a big game? Who who went for 200 yards and four touchdowns mm-hmm. in this one? You know, and, and stuff like that, that, that. Yeah, sometimes you forget that the offense might have scored 50 points because they might not have had to drive the ball more than 30 yards because the defense kept setting them up. Yeah, and I think this Cross-Lex team might be an example if maybe they go into the playoffs at 7-2, and two, maybe if they slip one up 6-3, and three, and they could still be the best team in their district. Oh, yeah, I, I, I believe that, uh, and, and uh, I don't know. I don't, uh, I don't see them losing. I, I, don't. I, I don't either, but, again, you, you never know what, what happens with the team. And, again, we mentioned there are unknowns in the BWAC. Is, is Almont going to return to form and be at the top? Because think about it. it. We're, what, one wacky COVID year removed from them being a just – tattooed at first place in the BWAC. You're okay, who's knocking off Almont? They had one okay year, and now you're kind of knocking them down a peg. North Branch did a bunch of stuff, but you don't know what's replacing guys like Deshetsky and everyone else that they lost. There's a lot of unknowns in the BWAC, and I think more of the Blue Water area, but I think we both know that Croslex is going to be a very talented football team. Yeah, I don't think there's uh, any doubt about uh, that. I think uh, as the year goes on, people are even going to know more and more about a Jake Townsend and about a, a Sage Slanick and about some of the other guys that they have here. Yeah, I mean, anything else you want to you want to talk about before we send this home? But we had some some really good interviews. I mean, 
they can't say enough about how well spoken everyone we talked to today was. Yeah, the guys were great, and uh, again, we appreciate uh, all the teams uh, that have uh, let us uh, come out here uh, during the uh, two weeks of uh, camp where we've kind of gone around. We've been to, to six different places, and everybody's been uh, wonderful. Uh, and uh, it's it's really nice that when we walk uh, up in, uh, in Crosslex, they don't turn the other way and run away <laughs> and say, oh, those idiots. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But so this is our last stop on our camp tour because our next show is the start of game week, and we'll have Brandon Folsom on. And we'll have our huge area preview where we kind of take all the information we got because he was at camps and I, we only ran into him at one place. I was actually here and kind of put it all in a pot and see what, what we all come out with because just kind of talking to him right now, I think we have some differing opinions on some teams. And I know even me and you, there's some teams I'm a little more bullish on than you and vice versa. Yeah, uh, and uh, no pressure, Folsom, but Gallagher's show is killing it, so yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that uh, he will do just fine. But anything else before we uh, we take this home? No, I'm good. All right, I'm good too. Uh, it was great being at Cross Lex. And again, on uh, I believe, yeah, we'll, we'll probably have the next show Monday because everyone's playing on Thursday except for uh, the – St. Clair Marine City game next week. So yeah, and and you're dodging the fact that uh, that probably uh, a week from Wednesday will be, or no, actually it'll be this Wednesday that'll be our pick show, uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna kick your tail again this year. Whatever you say. High school football kicks off on August 26th, and Get Stuck on Sports will be there for all the action. Moles with a spin move up the middle, breaks loose at the 30, Moles to the 25, 20, to the 15, to the 10, to the 5, dives for the goal line. It's a big red touchdown. 26 regular season games in nine weeks, plus playoffs. Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? Yes, Playoffs, all on GetStuckOnSports.com. The place to be for high school football in the Blue Water area is GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water area is Stuck on Sports.